on this episode of Team Building Saves the World. <laughs> All right, you ready? Uh, yeah, are you? Yep, here okay. we go. Starting. Yeah, I do this. This is I start the intro. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> I have to hit the button so I make sure I do it right. I'm always behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, good lord. All right. Here we go. Here it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Hello, team. It's me, your old friend, Rich Rinsland, host of Team Building Saves the World, the show where I speak to the leaders and innovators of the team building industry from all across the globe, trying to find out what about that industry is so important, especially in the world of today. And today, we're looking back at the entirety of the last season of the podcast with my number one teammate and producer, Melissa Ehlers. But first, let's share some love with my supporters at Team Bonding. If your team is ready to experience teamwork through the power of play, then visit teambonding.com to learn more. Now, team, let's wrap up another season of Team Building Saves the World with my producer and personal Jiminy Cricket, Melissa Ehlers. Thanks again, Melissa, for hiring those small group of people to hide under my desk just to applaud, folks. You're very welcome. I know it was very important for us to have that for all of our guests every week. <laughs> I mean, it costs thousands of dollars, just so everybody really knows. Did. Yeah, and I have yes. to feed them and everything. It's weird. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Just, just submit the receipts and we'll get you reimbursed for that. <laughs> <laughs> but let's start off. Let's tell everybody on the team what we're doing here today. Of course, this is our season final, our wrap-up for the season, where we talk about what we had just gone through for the entire past season. But let's start off, let's talk about you. Tell everybody what it is that you do and, 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 and how did this whole thing come about? Sure, so as you said, my name is Melissa Ehlers and I am an event coordinator for Team Bonding, but also the producer for Team Building Saves the World. This is a, I would say, passion project. I think that's a good way to describe what we do. Sure. Uh, this, is a, this was a passion project that I had brought to the owner of Team Bonding, David Goldstein, who's been a guest a couple of times mm -hmm. at this point, and tried to convince him, yes, this is something that we can do. It's something that should, it's important. But the concept for it was a little bit different than what it is now. So we may explore that other concept, but I'm very happy with where we have landed, especially this season on the podcast with who we were able to have conversations with and interview throughout the season. Yeah, in case anybody ever jumped in on the second season of the podcast and looked at our lovely logo that was developed for us, where it used to be in our first season, team building around the world. Now, of course, team building saves the world. So mm -hmm. where did the change come about, Melissa? Where, you know, what's, what was the original concept versus what we're doing this, this season? Sure. So our original concept was we're part of the Catalyst Global Network. And if you haven't listened to season one, you should absolutely do go back and listen to season one. And you that's why she's my producer, some... everybody. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> um, and it was great to really... So it started in the pandemic. It was a pandemic project. Mm. We were looking for ways to build connections and kind of 
make sure that people knew that other people were out there going through the exact same thing, regardless of location. Everybody had that isolation feeling. So the, the, the purpose was to try and bring more, bring people together and bring more understanding for different different areas of the world so through the catalyst global network we were able to connect to all of these different partners and we had some help with the home offices from catalyst global and they introduced me to all these amazing people around the world and rich and i worked all of these crazy hours for about six to six to eight weeks of solid interviewing people (laughs) at all kinds of crazy hours we found out time zones are a real thing and how much of a morning person that i am and and that i am not (laughs) so we were able to get all of those wonderful interviews and then for the next season when we started doing our pre-production for the current season two we started um, talking about more about company culture and kind of the importance of that. So we worked with the marketing team at Team Bonding to kind of develop and mold it. Um, we had some ideas of where we wanted the season to go, but we had no idea of the conversations that we were going to be having because we wanted to stay more topical and more relevant. Right based on what was going on in the corporate world and all of those kinds of things. So we've discussed many topics this season. Uh, (laughs) Some we discussed multiple times in that everything is overlapping. Everything is dovetailing. You can't talk about corporate culture without talking about, you know, problems in the office and also talking about whether we want to do live virtual or hybrid or whether we want to, you know, all of these things were all coming up throughout the entirety of the course. Do you find that it felt to me, I should say that it felt like this season really kind of started writing itself. Once we, once we got to a certain point, where do you think that point was? I'm not really sure where, where that came about, but we started by introducing everyone to some of our team at team bonding. Mm -hmm. And that very first episode of behind the curtain, we had, our two of our facilitators we had you who is also a facilitator for team bonding and we also had a member of our sales team there to kind of walk us through the process from start to finish so we gave everybody kind a sneak peek of what happens behind the scenes at team bonding and then it just kind of grew from there we talked to one of our partners from new zealand we talked to Stu robertson uh, about what it was like for him to return to live events. And then we kind of really switched gears and really started to focus on corporate culture after that. Yeah. Um, I can't remember exactly where episodes fell, but we definitely talked about the importance of people feeling comfortable of speaking up in the office with Angela Lucier. There was that one. It seems like that was so long ago that we discussed that, (laughs) but Also, just in looking back at our season release, going back and remembering our guest, Chris Shembra, who Mm. spoke on gratitude and the importance of having a gratitude practice and how that can apply within the workplace. So it kind of started to evolve from there. And we ended up meeting so many wonderful people through the research that I do that gets the episode from 
a little idea that we discuss in our production meetings of, hey, I'm finding a lot of articles on this specific topic. Mm -hmm. I really think we could craft a full episode on it that's important to talk about, to booking the guest, to actually having the interview. So in your opinion, let me just ask you, who is this show for? I think it's a really big, yeah, it's a big weighty (laughs) conversation, but this is a business podcast, of course, Yes, uh, talking about the business world, but is it just for those business people in your opinion? I don't think so. I really don't think so. And I will say that, and my mind has changed on this Okay. because at first when I was trying to explain to my friends and family members kind of what the podcast is and what it's about, I did say it's a very business podcast. It talks about corporate culture, the challenges that are there and some of the amazing things that can happen within there. Mm. And then as the conversations went on this season, it's really evolved into other ways that you can have it apply in different areas of your life and to make those different connections. One of the running themes that I have seen through this is the importance of engagement. We talk about it in terms of employee engagement, right. but it can apply in so many other areas, making sure you you stay connected with your friends and family, especially because there is still a global health emergency going on, yeah. but it it's better than it was. But having those ways to engage and different ways to engage is an important thing. And the fact that we started getting into, which I always thought was very important, the entirety of the marketplace for the for the United States, certainly, if not the world, where we were talking. Exactly. I mean, when we started talking about the Great Resignation. Yes. Uh, yes. Which was a topic that I had no concept of nope. until it was brought up as a talking point, like two episodes beforehand, yes. you know, to actually yes. look. Because this, this is the funny, I, I wanted to share this with you. I was actually... In a conversation with my mother, I was having a phone call with my 75-year-old mother, who mm-hmm. she happened upon the podcast when she was just going through other things. And she saw one of the links that I usually put out about a new episode coming. She listened to it, and she called me up to actually say to me, who is this grown adult talking about these important <laughs> subjects? That's not my son. Which... I get, this is not to say my mother does not expect anything of me. She certainly does. But she was used to, you know, how many years where I was nothing more than an actor who did side jobs just to keep myself employed in my career. You know, just to make sure that I could pay my bills while trying to forward my career. And now she, she turns around and yes, I'm a host. Yes, I'm still a talking personality on a pulpit in front of a group of people, but the topics yeah. we're talking about are very important. And it's they not, are. and it's not just, while yes, last season I thought was very important in that it really yeah. helped remind people that this was happening around the world because not only was it a question of what's life like there, what, when you're, when you're in the team building dynamic, but also what's life like there for the pandemic now, what are you going through? What what do you see as a turning point, you know, for for not only your company, but yourself and then for your nation? But we've we've definitely started focusing now on really remarkable topics. And I'm actually I can say I could not have gotten through this without you in my ear. 
because I, just to give a little more behind the scenes of what this actually looks like, while you are all either seeing us on YouTube or anywhere else that we're posting, plus uh, listening to the podcast itself, while I'm talking to the guests that we're having, Melissa is a constant just text message away. She's just a little chat function away on Zoom to yeah. tell me, you know, we have to get to the live read, or you should follow yeah. up on this question, or you might want to actually take it back to this point that he made earlier. And it, it was a lifesaver for me. So I can't thank oh. you enough. Just so everybody is aware, yeah. I really am nothing more than a good radio voice and a somewhat pretty face. That's <laughs> all I am. If it, if it weren't for the people behind the scenes, like Melissa and everybody else, who we'll get to a little bit later on, because we want to send thanks out to everyone then this show would not have been the success this year that we feel that it was. No, it truly, it truly was. And going back to those important topics, it all started with, hey, I've heard a little bit about this or I've caught mm. a news story on this, specifically the Great Resignation. Yeah. Um, just because there was just such a major, that's for that specific topic, just such a major cultural shift in the pandemic with people realizing what truly is important to them and if their company is not meeting those needs they'll find one that will right and having that out there and not just that but other topics that we crafted uh the multi-generational workplace mm. is another one that i didn't realize how huge it was until we spoke to mary yeah about it as well. So taking those and like taking the time to research the topics, have meetings with our podcast team and say, hey, um, I think this is something we can really do. And then you and I, me sending you like, okay, here's all the research that I've done on this. Here's all, a whole bunch of articles and do a brain dump yep. essentially and give you the information that's all in my head. And part of what I do is I'm outside the conversation. It's very easy to be in the conversation and not realize how detailed things are getting and how niche it is and not remember to ask those follow-up questions. Yeah. So a lot of what I do, especially in these recording sessions, is I sit back and I am listening intently and making notes. I have so many little notepads all over my desk that go, oh, that was a good one. And then just send that private message to Rich and to keep him on time and keep him on task because he is such a great conversationalist that the conversation can easily get lost. But what comes, what is nice is he brings it right back to the point, especially where <laughs> I've been at him for one or two minutes. You need to do the live read. You need to do the live read. Hey, live read now. How about now? And he'll like find that graceful way to circle back to where we were getting to. And speaking of which, it is. I was about to say, was that you back. being graceful and telling me yes. where I needed to go? <laughs> Oh, why not? <laughs> One more Let's time this season. Let's step away so we can take a minute and tell everyone about a company we're both very proud to be a part of, Team Bonding. Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? They've created a catalog of innovative events using the power of play as a learning tool and tapping into the correlation of work and play. From scavenger hunt to Jeopardy and so much more, the team bonding of activities, whether live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Team bonding, 
when you want seriously fun results. And we're back for the season wrap-up with Melissa. Uh, Melissa, team building saves the world. Did we? I think we're starting conversations that Mm. can help get us to that point. Especially in the industry that we are in, we're finding that having these events, whether Mm -hmm. virtual, in-person, or a hybrid of the two, or as Bob said, in returning to live events in the U.S., parallel events. Right. Having those conversations and bringing those people together and making people aware of the importance of it, I think is a step in the right direction. So it's it's fascinating to me how every time we're coming up with concepts for what to talk about in the show, what the conversation should be around, I will mm-hmm. then, after we have put the show out and you know into the ether for the world to listen to, I will then start getting my algorithms popping up other shows talking about the same topic. And I was mm-hmm. like, and yes, there's a part of me that realizes that's just how those algorithms work. But there is a part of me that goes, maybe we're groundbreaking just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit, maybe a little bit. No, and, and a lot of the conversations that we have started, not all of them are my concepts. Right. No, Rich and I meet with uh, a team weekly. We've been doing that since, I, I want to say, February yeah. of 2021. When we started crafting this season, there is a team of us, and we throw out a bunch of topics, and, you know, some stick and some don't. Right. And the only way we know if something is going to work, and even it doesn't always come out the way that I had anticipated. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's come out better um, because of that. And having those conversations with the team about what I think is important to talk about and some of the stuff that they think is important to talk about. Like that's how we've gotten some of these great guests, especially when we talk to uh, Sandra Kearney about employee development and the importance of that and in keeping employees engaged through that development process. And as well as Stephen Bear keeping the fun in employee engagement the gamification of employee training and and things like that. Yeah, I remember not to denigrate Stephen at all, but I remember us thinking that this was going to be very much a different thing. That that episode episode entirely was going to be, it's almost like we were going back to season one and talking Mm -hmm. to someone who develops games to talk about the games that they had developed. But instead, it turned around to be, no, we're going to be talking about why it's so important. That that is how, because people learn better. They retain information more. They go back and review more often when it's a fun, dynamic thing to do. So Exactly. And it's giving them the tools to apply it to real life situations, especially like maybe in a call center environment where you have Mm. that difficult caller when you really have to step back and remember your training and remember what you have to go through. And having those is important. And uh, there are so many things that I definitely took away from the season, especially um, a little bit more of the work-life balance stuff. Yeah. Um, When we talked to uh, Rob Fletcher, talking about work-life balance, having that separation, because there are still so many people that are still working remote. And it's, right. it's hard. I'm right. someone that works fully remote now. I only go down 
to our offices once a month for a monthly meeting. Mm. So it's very difficult and it's to have that separation of, okay, work is done, but no, I can just do that one more thing and spend that extra 20 minutes. You mean I've had to be in the office more often than you? Yeah, you really have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's the way the world works it now. Really what is. can I say? It really is. I went. We went back to live, just to explain to everybody. We went back to a lot of live events, so I've been getting a lot more work, which is me on the road, driving, yes. putting up a putting up a, a, a presentation, doing a whole event, which means I have to go into the office, pick up all of the items that I need to make that happen, mm-hmm. um, drive our fantastic team bonding van. Bonding van. Yes, all across the, <laughs> all across the tri-state the area. And yeah, but that's that's hilarious to me that that I have been there now more than you have. You really have. (laughs) I think it's great. I love working from home. But, however, as we have said many times, I do miss the daily connection to my fellow teammates, especially my fellow event managers. We have a great time when we are working together. We are, they, we work really well together because we do we do try and practice what team bonding preaches of keeping it fun, learning through the power of play, all of those things to, you know, keep the work environment healthy and moving forward so that we're able to give everyone what's expected and in doing all of the events that we do. Do you have any favorites, either conversations or moments from this season? Ooh, ooh. I know it's tough. tough. It really, really is. (laughs) So, so many great ones. So if I look at my little cheat sheet, to Mm. be very honest with you, of of the episodes that we've produced this past season, I mean, we've had, I've mentioned quite a few of the the great guests and the great conversations. Right. However, one, one episode that was really important for me to get out there in the research that I was doing, and you and I have spoken at length about this, mm-hmm. was t- speaking up about toxic work environments. I was th- Past work environments that I have been in are, have not been great. And sure. that's the reason why people leave and learning the cost not just yeah. in knowledge, but the actual bottom line to find out that when a company loses an employee, it can be up to $12,000 plus. And take almost and a full they, year before that employee is anywhere exactly. near the level that they need them to be. Exactly. Yeah. And it, it costs the time it costs, the money it costs. So having that specific converse, starting that specific conversation was one that was incredibly important to me based on past work experience. Mm -hmm. And Nicole Turner was amazing to work with. So when I book guests, there are several different ways I can do it. I can do it through our network of people that we know or that David Goldstein knows or somebody in our office is connected with. Nicole was a blind reach out. Nice. I sent her a random message on LinkedIn after I had done research on this topic, found out she was a leader in having this conversation, sent her a random message on LinkedIn saying, hey, my name is Melissa. I produce a podcast for Team Bonding. Here's the website. I'd love to have you on the show. Did not think it was going to go anywhere. (laughs) I truly did not. I was like, she is not going to respond. She's never going to respond. But when she did, I was thrilled and floored and 
having her on to have that conversation was so great. But I mean, yes, to call her out, it's great. But there were so many other good conversations. Sure. Like, um, like even learning about uh, our Perks conversation with Saul and Alexa. Right. And in the importance of employee retention through Perks. Yep. Yep. Because that's another running theme that came because if your employees aren't engaged, you're not going to retain them. Which actually reminds me, one of the earliest conversations you and I had about this season was that we didn't want it to feel like a half an hour commercial. No. That with everybody who was, everybody we were talking to early on, they were people who had a product to put out there. Whether that product was their teaching women how to, you know, speak up for themselves or Chris Shembra with his, with his gratification, his gratitude. It was so important to us that this become about the topic, not the deal, not the, you know. Exactly. Can you, can you go a little bit more on that? I mean, did we, were we actually fought on that at all? Or was this something that everybody quickly gained traction? No, I don't think so. Once we got those first couple of episodes out there Mm -hmm. of like, hey, this is what team bonding does. Here's a little bit of our behind the scenes team and and kind of how we work. And here's a partner from Catalyst Global Network. And then we started to kind of build from there. We started to have the, after we we spoke to Stu, we spoke to Kenorba Hall, Gregory Tyndale and Eva Lewis about equity, diversity and inclusion, Mm. which is an incredibly important conversation that I would love to explore more. Right. If if we do a season three, like I would like that to be more of a conversation than we had. We, we do, we definitely kind of like itched this. I wouldn't say we scratched, we itched the surface of it Yeah. because that's a lot larger of a conversation to go on. But that was focusing on a program that team bonding offers to help start those conversations. Right. But it wasn't focused on team bonding selling that program. There, It was talking about how it can bring those difficult conversations into the workplace through humor and improv. Because mm-hmm. some of those, some of the things that came up in that episode are kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Especially when, e- when Eva was going on about how one of the first questions when they first did their improv show, how she asked Greg if she could touch his hair. Yep. that like have like starting those conversations and showing people sometimes not necessarily how ridiculous it is, but like, it's a, it's a funny way to get people having those difficult conversations and then just like moving on. And especially we could, we talked about so many different things and, and not just employee engagement and, and retention, but also ways to help with that. When we spoke to our friends at Calmer Choice, mm, yeah, about mindfulness, yeah, and yeah. I had the fortune to take one of their mindful uh, six-week mindfulness class. Good for you. And it's something that's definitely helped and grounded me because of all of the chaos that's still going on in the world and having that partnership and start to bring awareness to that is something that can help more people in the long run and thus help save the world. (laughs) 
nice. Like, like I put a little button it's on the end like of it. It's like a little circle. Well done. Well done. No, I, I, I worked hard on that one. <laughs> anybody who is a fan of the podcast, anybody who's followed us from episode to episode, they can see that in the beginning of the season, we were very much, what, what, what was the time we were trying to stick to between like 30 minutes, 35 minutes, right? 30, our, our goal, a long episode was 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, and panel discussions obviously go a little bit longer. Right. Cause you want more um, so people to have to, to be able to speak yes. freely. Yes. Yes. Exactly. So we, we, our goal was to aim for like that 30 to 35 minutes. But everybody who's been following along the show and, and hopefully yeah. the time just flies by for you. Like it did for me. I was absolutely mm-hmm. amazed when Melissa, see what will happen is Melissa will start popping up in the <laughs> chat, telling me how long the episode currently is running. And mm-hmm. I'll know I still have three or four questions that I'm dying to ask these people because mm-hmm. the more important the conversation, the more I want to find out about it. And that's the great part. I, I have loved the fact that this is not a Q&A. This is a conversation. Yes. Please, I want to know everything you have to say. And I exist. The reason, I always felt, you, please correct me if you think I'm wrong, but I felt I have always existed because I'm that person on the outside who just dips their toe in the water when it comes to corporate life. And yeah. then, and so I can be the one who, who, whether you are young and just starting into, you know, your career or whether you're older and you're thinking of changing it or whether you're even just trying to understand where you exist inside yeah. of corporate culture. I'm the, I always thought I was a good voice for the one who didn't know anything so that we can get in on the ground floor and then build as we go. Yeah. Do you agree? Oh, God, absolutely. I mean, you and I come from sort of similar backgrounds Mm -hmm. where you're more the creator, um, you're you're an actor, you're a writer, you do all of those things. Yes, I have a background in the arts, but it's a little bit different. My background is more in stage management and producing, Mm. which is why I really enjoy being behind the scenes. I didn't really know much about corporate culture until I started working at Team Bonding because I had mostly done nonprofit work. Oh, okay. So I worked with nonprofits running running different programs. So I knew about the nonprofit culture, mm-hmm. and but I didn't know much about the the real corporate culture that we have been discussing this past season. Maybe we'll talk about nonprofits next year. Maybe. I mean, we start <laughs> we started that conversation with our CSR team. Yes. At Team Bonding with Bailey and Stewart. Indeed. And I think that's important um, because I knew nothing about CSR before I started researching that topic for the episode. I knew nothing about corporate social responsibility and the importance that it is and the importance it's going to be playing in hiring in the future. Mm. We touched on this a little bit in the multi-generational workplace mm-hmm. about the different generations. There's the the boomers, you have your Gen Xers, you have your millennials, and you have your Gen Zs, and you have like little baby alphas that are starting. <laughs> um, and they're little baby alphas because they're, they're getting their first jobs at the grocery store and things like that. Like, right. that's what I mean by entering the workforce. Right. And to learn right now, Millennials are the largest portion of workers in in any generation. Mm. Boomers are the ones that are retiring right now. And your Gen Xers, they're still there, but some of them on the border of retiring. Right. 
but millennials are the core of your workforce. And what people don't realize, and I know I have a hard time with this too, is millennials aren't young 20 year olds. Right. They're in their late twenties to late thirties. Right. And that's where people kind of have that disconnect and they have the most say in what happens in the workplace. And they're the ones that are pushing for the change for sustainability mm. in the workplace. And that comes through the social responsibility programs that they come up with within their companies. Yep. We're at 32 minutes right now, <laughs> 33 minutes. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say, cause yeah, I, th- I think that we can make this one a more normal, not insane length of, of a broadcast. Yeah, no, we definitely can. <laughs> sure. But it behooves us to actually point out our team. Those people who, without them, this show would not exist. We still would. Exactly. Because, you know, we're not talking about our parents. But we are talking about the people (laughs) who made the podcast what it is now. So, Melissa, who who can we thank for making this show the success? There are so many people. First and foremost, we want to thank our listeners. Because otherwise, it's not necessarily me and rich it's mostly rich just talking to nobody we have been (laughs) finding we have like we have like every week sometimes every two where we go back and we actually look at where we are and this podcast still exists around the world and thank you to everybody who are still listening and trying to you know find the topic find the topics that we're saying interesting enough and and hopefully are sharing with the people that they know Absolutely. And I mean, of course, we want to thank David Goldstein, again, longtime friend of the podcast, because, you know, the owner of Team Bonding, we love (laughs) that he has given his support to this project. Once he decided that, yes, let's do it, he has been backing us 100%. And that's it. Without that, we would not be here. And if he hasn't been doing it 100%, he doesn't tell us. So, and that's fine too. We yeah. don't need to know. Let's have our delusions. Exactly. Of 100%. <laughs> um, also, we we talked to him a little bit in season one. We have our our hired gun, as he called himself, David Yaz. Mm-hmm. He is the one that taught us like all of the nitty gritty of what actually goes in behind the scenes. Yep. Because Rich and I did a yep. lot of research to get here. But there were still a lot of outstanding questions that we probably would have stumbled a lot more than we did. He's someone that I, even throughout this season, when something came up, when I had an issue, he's someone that was just a phone call or a text away. And I could like send him a quick message like, hey, this is what's going on. Can you help? And he would instantly jump right in. Mm. So we would not be where we are today without him. Nice. Then there's also our podcast team, um, which is a lot of the marketing team at Team Bonding. So we have Amanda. She is um, the manager of the marketing department who is actually out on maternity leave as we're recording this. Um, I know we're so excited and we've missed her so much and we're very excited to have her come back in January. So congratulations, Amanda. (laughs) Um, we have Anna, who has been um, taking care of the web page for the podcast and getting the new episodes posted and posting on social media. And then we have Alicia, who uh, stepped in for Amanda during her maternity leave, and she's been a great addition. She's given us some really good topics, mm. um, especially the the four-day work week 
with Alex Pang. Um, that is a, a, another really great conversation that I wasn't sure where it would go, but was like, wow, these are all things that I did not take into consideration yep. in the four-day work week. And then we have our our virtual assistant, Andrea, who is just lovely and wonderful and just helps to keep us on and keeps uh, keep us organized. And keeps reminding us that this is supposed to be about the world because she's coming from... Columbia. Yes. She's coming from Columbia. Good. Um, so it's it's absolutely wonderful to have her there. And of course, with all of those things, we couldn't do this show without the guests. Right. I mean, I've right. I've mentioned several that have been um is so important, especially having these conversations. When we had Robert Glazer on to talk about uh, the Great Resignation and kind of how it's such a dynamic shift, and all of these amazing people right. that we right. we had on, we and there was another set. Um, we talked to the three amigos uh, from Catalyst about <laughs> what the holidays are going to look like in yeah. in the world of events. So talking to Sharon, David, and Alex, mm-hmm. some of our Catalyst partners. So it's nice that we've kind of kept our roots. Right. And that around the world, but but it's still so important because these topics aren't just happening here in the US. It's happening all over the world. The importance of the employee engagement, the importance of employee retention. Yes, the US is experiencing the great resignation, but they are too in Europe and in Canada right. and everywhere else. It's, it's such a dynamic shift that I would love to continue to explore and hopefully the next season. So speaking of which, Melissa, uh, if there is anybody out there who thinks that they might have a topic that uh, we would want to discuss. Oh, sure. Where can they reach you? Because they're going to go through you first uh, to actually. Definitely come to me first. So you can reach me at podcast at teambonding.com. It's, we made a super simple email address. So if you can spell podcast, you can get in touch with me. (laughs) So if you email podcast at teambonding.com, if you think you have an interesting episode idea, something that's, that you're very passionate about, I would love to hear from you, especially during our off season, as we start to mold and create hopefully a season three to kind of move the conversations to the next level as we go on. Okay, fantastic. And now, my friends, we're going to do things a little bit differently. As anybody who has listened to any previous shows, now we're coming into the point where it's time for my speed round. I love that this never gets old for me. I know, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. Every time you hit that magic button to get the noises, I love it. It cracks me up. Here's what we're going to do differently. Normally in the past, I have actually asked all of the guests, of course, for 60 seconds to try to come up with as many answers as they can to innocuous questions just about them. But this time we're going to do things differently and see if I do any better. Than they did. Melissa is going to ask me a series of innocuous questions from the same list that I draw from as I draw from for the guests. So we're going to see if I can beat the magic number of 11 where we have been throughout this entire season. We have had many people come close, but only a few have actually hit the magic 11. So when when Melissa hears the music, she's going to start asking questions. 
I have 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Okay, are you ready, Rich? All right, here we go. What's your name? Rich. What do you do? I'm a team bonding host. Do you sleep with your sheets tucked in or out? Out. Do you ever count your steps when you walk? No. Uh, what's your favorite family tradition? Uh, Christmas morning. Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, Olivia Wilde. What are you good at? Uh, talking. <laughs> Favorite time of day? Uh, two o'clock in the afternoon when my kid gets home. What's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat? Oh, God, liver. Oh, agree with you there. Uh, your favorite kind of sandwich? Uh, d- uh, chicken salad. Who's the kindest person you know? Jane Hanna. Aw, uh, would you rather spend five days exploring Disney or New York? Disney! Twelve! Yes! Twelve! <laughs> I was going to do a drum roll on anything, but I went twelve! <laughs> yes! <laughs> there was a brief moment where every time you went, uh, I was like, come on, Melissa! <laughs> I'm going as quick as I can. There's a lot of pressure <laughs> to get those questions out. Now I know how you feel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here scanning the list going, oh, God, I already asked that one. I already asked that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <higher. laughs> yep. 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 Oh, fantastic. Melissa, <laughs> of course, uh, when we give our thank yous, I can't say thank you enough to you. You Aww. you brought me along on this ride. You made it exciting for me from the word jump. And I'm so proud of the work that together that we have done. Yeah. So Absolutely. not only thank you to our guests, not only thank you to all the listeners, but and everybody at Team Bonding, but thank you especially to you for making this Aww. possible for me. Thank you. You are a great host. And the first person that I thought of when this concept <laughs> originated Low those three years ago. It's because I have a face for radio. Yeah, that's exactly it. Good. good. <laughs> All right, my friends. And of course, wow. everybody out there, my team, thank you. Because this wraps up another season of Team Building Saves the World. If you've enjoyed this show and anywhere throughout the season, please continue to share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, anybody you may know who may want to hear about the topics we've been discussing all season. And why wouldn't they? Because this has been an amazing season full of fantastic conversation. And we could not be here or have done this without you. So because we want to continue doing it, keep spreading that word. You can find us or tell everybody about all of us. We're on YouTube. We're on all the social medias at Team Bond Podcast. You can also find us in all of our past episodes at team building, sorry, see, <laughs> I'll edit that. <laughs> Teambonding.com forward slash podcast. But until next season, my friends, always remember, if you are within the sound of our voices, you are forever on our team and we're always going to be on yours. So for one more season of Team Building Saves the World, you guys take care and we'll see you next time. It's been 
once said that you learn more about a person in an hour of play than in a year of conversation. So why not put your coworkers to play with the help of the team at Team Bonding? Team Bonding was founded over 20 years ago with one simple question. How can employees have a great time while fostering strong, authentic bonds between people who work together? Their catalog of innovative events includes scavenger hunts, Jeopardy, and much more. Each activity, whether live, virtual, or hybrid, maximizes the impact of team building with an accent on fun. Visit teambonding.com to schedule your event now. Team Bonding, when you want seriously fun results. And that's a podcast.